0: I don't know about you, but growing up in the church that I did, um, I never knew what the word homily meant. We only used the word sermon. And if you notice in your guide tonight, there's the word homily. Um, what that means, I've learned. Uh, I've learned is a mercifully short sermon. And so this will be brief. Mary's song of praise that John and Eva just sang so beautifully. Um, it, we call it the Magnificat. Is the first word in latin is this word "magnificat," my soul magnifies the lord it this song that mary sings is somewhere around 30 weeks prior to jesus's birth and to put it in perspective it's 30 years prior to his death and resurrection and even though mary still has a lot of waiting to do there's no hesitancy in this song that she sings she proclaims god's salvation here full stop my soul magnifies the lord and my spirit rejoices in god my savior he has shown strength with his arm he has brought down the mighty from their thrones all right easy mary you're only 10 weeks into this no he's done it I realize this is Christmas, but backing up to Mary's song of praise seems to me all the more appropriate this year. Christmas is arriving. It is here, but it's arriving in an extraordinarily strange time. The joy could easily be suffocated by the somberness of the things around us. I really especially want to speak to those of you who are in some way challenged, you would easily let your joy be blunted this season. Should we temper or restrain our joy this year because of everything that's going on, because of the sadness, the real sadness? I don't think so. God has acted, Mary is saying. The baby in her womb is proof that he's acting, and that guarantees that he will act. That is cause enough for a full-throated joy. The word for rejoicing, actually, that's used several times in the story of Mary and Elizabeth is only known from the Bible and the early church. And the reason is they had to invent a word to declare this kind of joy of what God was doing through the womb of Mary, the womb of Elizabeth. Why should we give full vent to our joy this Christmas, no matter what else is going on? Because God has come to live within us. Because God has come to live within us. You know, in most faith traditions, a meeting with God requires the lowly to ascend high. Sinners to become saints so that they might then meet with God. But the Magnificat reverses all the protocol, all the expectations. God, who is the high one, becomes low. He sees human need and he initiates a revolution that reorders reality. He has looked on the humble estate of His servant, Mary says. He has exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things. But the rich, He has sent away empty. Mary's experience in bearing and giving birth to Christ is meant to become a pattern for all humanity. For you and for me. Think about this. Christ is conceived in the womb of Mary by the power of the Holy Spirit. He grows up within her. Christ does. And his life gradually becomes her life. They become one. And this is what is to happen to human beings who would find real life. Christ was born among us in the flesh, but by the Holy Spirit, Christ is born within us. His life becomes our life. This is why Paul can say I no longer live, but Christ lives within me. This is the language of giving birth. Christ is conceived in Mary. And if you wish to follow Jesus, if you wish to have real life, then Christ must also be conceived in you. And the more Christ is born within us, the greater the joy, the greater the freedom. Now Mary and Elizabeth in this scene are rejoicing with ecstasy when they meet each other. They're singing uncontrollably as they embrace the promises of God embodied in their own wombs. This is what Mary does. She just starts picking pieces of scripture that are within her memory bank, and she creates this beautiful song of praise to God. Now think about this. Mary and Elizabeth are rejoicing uncontrollably. John, the husband of Elizabeth, the only man around, what's he doing? He's mute. <laughs> And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the way that it often is. Men need women to lead us in the rejoicing. The uncontrolled, unmitigated joy. We need people to show us how to do this. Listen, we should not be uptight as we're singing these last songs tonight. We should have a full-throated joy and ecstasy that Christ has come to live within us. We should give full vent to joy because God has come and he has come to live within us. Now, Mary's song also says that the powerful are being taken off their thrones. Here's what's amazing in the the next chapter, chapter two that dad just read for us, it speaks of one of those powerful who is on a throne. Caesar Augustus. See, this is the irony and the tension that we live in as human beings and as Christians, especially. God has acted. He is taking the mighty off their thrones and we need to declare it now. Christ has come to be king. But as you look around on the outside, it it is difficult to see this clearly. Clearly. It is difficult to see this clearly. And this is why the the hope that we rejoice in in Christmas right now, especially this Christmas, is that God has come to live within us. What God has done in Christ is a spiritual reality and a physical reality. He has come to bring redemption within our lives right now. And this is why Paul can say, even though the outer body is wasting away, the inner one is being renewed day by day. At the same time, it is a physical reality. God has come to renew the earth. And so Christ takes on flesh to say that humanity is not condemned, that the earth is not going to be just completely destroyed. Instead, like Christ taking on flesh, dying and rising from the dead, the whole earth will be be renewed. But the new birth that has taken place that takes place within humanity when Christ is conceived in you this is a down payment of what God has promised forever. And so in these days that in some ways are gloomy and dark there is a brightness that that can be even blinding as you trust that the Lord Jesus has come into your life. And if you're not a Christian, and these days you are going to be having to, you're going to be picking some religion, some path to follow right now. How do you react in the midst of all the chaos? And the thing that will give you steadiness is the Lord Jesus Christ. He has come to earth to defeat sadness and to defeat death. He has come to be born within us. So why should we give full vent to joy even right now? Because Christ has come. He's come to live within us, to give us a down payment of the inheritance that will come when you and I and all things in this earth are made new and all the sadness... Is wiped away. Now, will you take your worship guide for tonight and will you join me? I'd invite you, if you're not a Christian, one way to come to faith in the Lord Jesus is to use this prayer and make it your own. And even if you are a Christian, We're always needing to draw closer to Jesus Christ and to pray that he would grow up even more within us and come as Mary gives full birth to Christ and his life becomes hers, that his life would become more and more our life. And so I'd invite you to use this prayer to draw close to him now. Almighty God, we praise you for giving us our your son, Jesus Christ, to bring justice and peace to our broken world. Thank you that he willingly suffered injustice himself so that we might receive your generous grace. I confess that I'm not perfect and I need your forgiveness and healing in my own life. Please forgive me and welcome me into your kingdom.